Hello, this is Reverend Erichikumeko. I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. This morning, I'm speaking on favor blockers. Favor bloggers. Not bloggers, but blockers. Things that block you. Amen? Uh, it's something I've shared already before, but... And it's should have around 2013 or 15, but it's very good we hear the word of God. So let's bow in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that this morning you will speak to us. Let your word come to us in clarity and understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. So Luke chapter 2, verse 51, 52. Luke chapter 2, verse 51, 52. Luke chapter 2, verse 51, 52. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. Verse 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God and men. Hallelujah. Now, this text, this text is a text that was talking about how Jesus Christ went to celebrate a festival with his parents. And when they were coming back, he hadn't followed them till they had journeyed for three days. And they noticed that Jesus was not in the park. So they returned and found him in the temple asking questions. One of the things I'll say is that in life you must ask questions. And when your little child is asking questions, don't tell the the child, stop asking too many questions. Amen? When we're growing up and you ask questions, sometimes your your relatives or your parents say that you are asking too many questions. A small boy or a little child doesn't ask too many questions. But it's important that you ask questions. So the Bible says that when he left them and came back, he came, the Bible says he went down to Nazareth and he was subject to his parents. And the Bible says as he was subject to his parents, he was being raised by his parents. The Bible says he increased in wisdom and in stature and favor with God with men. Now I want you to know that favor is not an event but an experience in God. It's not an event but an experience in God. It means that we must be be able to let it work continually in our life. And I feel strongly that even the experience we're having this month is not only going to be for this month, but it's a level that we are entering with God for the rest of our lives. And favor is a seed we must sow if we want to come into the blessing of God and its abundance. But I want you to understand that there are several things that can stop favor flowing in your life. There are several things that can stop favor flowing on what uh, flowing in your life. And when God blesses you with favor, you must protect and guard it well. Now, the first thing that can block favor from your life is sin and disobedience. Sin and disobedience. Sin and disobedience makes us lose favor, the favor of God. Genesis chapter 3, verse 6 to 10. Genesis chapter 3, verse 6 to 10. It says that so when the woman saw the tree was good for food and it was pleasant for the eyes, the tree was desirable to make one wise, he took its fruit and ate and gave it to her her husband with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were open and they knew that they were naked and they stood thick, lived together and made themselves covering. Verse 8, and they heard a sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam, 
and said to him, where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Verse 22, verse 22, jump to verse 22. Then the Lord God said, behold, the man has become like us to know good and evil and now least he put out his hand and also take the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent them out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken and he drove out the man and he placed a cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden, a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Hallelujah. So sin is the number one blocker of favor in our lives. And this account is an account of our, the first people that God created, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. And what happened was that Adam and Eve were in a space which was a presence, which was Eden. Eden was the presence of God. Eden, they had all kinds of things happening for them in Eden. Eden was a place that God, but the Bible says that there are three major areas that the enemy uses to bring us into sin. The first one is the last of the eyes, the things we see. The last of the eyes, the last of the flesh, and the pride of life. Those are the underlining causes of everything. And any time we go in, into error and we find ourselves in sin, which the scripture says, we lose the presence of God. That's why when you, when you sin, you commit sin, you come to church, the sinners begin to pray. For the first 20 minutes, you are confessing. Uh, and sometimes, the person who is righteous before God begins to zoom. It's fine. And some people, because of the sin in their life, coming to church is a problem. Anytime they are coming to a man of God, they are afraid. I want you to know that one of the ways that you can lose favor is when you walk in disobedience, the presence of God is cut from your life. When we sin, we lose the tangible presence of God's favor in our life. The Bible says that they were sent out to till. I'm not saying that work is, is bad. Work is part of life. Because he told them to work, uh, keep the garden. And, but what happens is that when you don't have the presence of God with you, you lose favor. You, 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 your favor doesn't work. Favor doesn't flow in your life. Anyone that you see, a person who prays in favor, check the person's life. The person walks before God right, righteously. Hallelujah. Very important. So because of that, Adam and Eve lost it. And any time that we get into disobedience, we get into sin, we lose favor. Make sure that the favor God gives you, you guard it. You protect it. Eh? You protect it. You protect it. Make sure that you don't go into disobedience. Number two, wrong associations. Wrong associations. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 says, Blessed the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of God, and in his law he meditates day and night. It shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves shall not wither, whatever he does prospers. Who you see determines who sees you. I'm going to make some, some, some statements now. Who you see determines who sees you. Who you relate to determines who relates to you. Who you listen to determines what you become. Who you walk with determines what you receive. You receive. 
your favor level decreases when you are associated with wrong people. The Bible is saying here that blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of ungodly. Does not stand in the path of sinners. Or sit in the seat of the scornful. I want you to know that in life, there are people out there and the agenda is to destroy you. I am not saying that be paranoid about relationships, but there are some people, the agenda is to destroy you. And just as how God sends as people who aid us to fulfill destiny, the enemy also sends as people. And wrong associations can cost you your favor. That is why anyone who will take you away from the presence of God is one of the most dangerous people you can hang out with. I know people who are very committed to church, committed to the things of God, till they get a boyfriend. Oh yes. Or they get a girlfriend. Or they get somebody in their life and the person denigrate even their Christian values. Is somebody here? Anybody who will come into your life and take you away from God is one of the most dangerous people. And let me say something to you. If you are in a relationship, you meet, now you are here, somebody proposes to you. But now the person begins to pull you from God's presence. Dangerous. Your relationships to make you serve God better. I tell young ladies, if you meet a guy, the first question you should ask the person, do you pay tight? Mm -hmm. If he can rob God, you are, you are nothing. <laughs> if he can rob God, you are nothing. The man can rob God and tell you that, I don't believe in church, I don't believe in that church, I don't believe. Yeah, I've heard all kinds of things in this church. I've heard all kinds of things in this church. And any relationship that saps your energy. I don't know whether you've had relationships that anytime you, you and a person converse, some virtue leaves you. Cut it off. Cut it off. And the other thing is that there are also relationships that you can be very close to somebody, very fine with somebody till the third person comes and the person's agenda is to cause you and that person's relationship to be destroyed. Cut that person off. And many people cannot even descend. So I want to tell you that wrong associations. It's not everybody's. It's my friend. Avoid people distract you and divide you. You must not allow everybody to enter the holies of holies of your life. They are outer court friends you should have. Holy place friends, the holies of holy. Maximum three people. Some of you, everybody know your bedroom. I'm not saying with holy of your bedroom. Everybody knows everything about you. Everything. Everything. Why? Are you a newspaper? No. <laughs> and don't be, there are people, too, they are so nosy. They want to hear everybody's story. 
Can I tell you something? If you are the first person they call to gossip to you about, then you are something. I don't want to mention it in the pulpit. It also means that when they gossip to you, they gossip about you. One day somebody came to my office. I was trying to talk about it. I said, please, I don't do this thing here. See nothing, hear nothing, say nothing. I don't go around sniffing. Have you heard? No. I'm minding my business. My, me, I'm thinking about myself. Oh. I'm not savage, but I'm thinking about myself. So I don't have time for anybody. You can jump, somersault, jump, do whatever, do antiques. I'll watch and clap for you. I'm also doing my own. I am not interested. And I am very careful those who come into my life. And let me say something. In life, at least two or three people must be close to you. Apart from that, some of you have all kinds of relationships. Today, this person, then you are arguing, then you can start for me, I can start generating with a friend. By February, I can lose all the friends. I can make another friend. You are not a friendly person. Wrong associations. Because any time a, a wrong association comes into your life, it can let you lose favor. Can let you lose favor. Number three, unprotected favor. When you have favor, protect it. Esther chapter 1 verse 10. On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, and he commanded Mehonman, Bittas, Habona, Bigat, Abigata, Zeta, Caracas, seven ignores who serve in the presence of King Ahasuerus, to bring Queen Vashti before the king, wearing her royal crown in order to show her beauty to the people and officials. So she was beautiful to behold, for she was beautiful before. But Vashti refused to come at the king's command brought by his enochs. Therefore, the king was furious and his anger burned within him. Anytime you have favor and you don't protect it, you will lose it. Now listen to me. Vashti, in the eastern where this um, 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 Shushan was, from history, the king can have parties for three months. That's a very wild way of living. But as, as how Romans even live, they take wine, party, wine, wine. So the king had drunk and all his Enoch's, all the presidents of the then world had come to him and Vashti was beautiful. So now that he was in his high spirit, he said, oh, come and show yourself to my friends. And it won't cost Vashti anything. All Vashti had to do was to cut walk in front of the catwalk in front of the, the, the presidents and the kings and turn and go back to where she is. But you are there because of the king. You are not, you, Vashti was not Vashti because she was Vashti. She was there because of King Ahasuerus. So the favor she enjoyed was as a result of the relationship with the king. Then he said, Shunka, then the elder said, what your wife has done, we must stop it now. Otherwise, other women will do likewise. What happened? They stripped her. And what happened? Esther came into the lamplight. When you have favor with your boss, you have favor with your colleagues, you have favor, protect it. Never come to the point where the favor you have, you don't protect it. Show up yourself. All she had to do is come and show. 
if she can come and start like this and look at me, say, I'm here. King, I'm here. I'm here. But she refused. And sometimes, when you have favor and you don't protect it, you lose it. Guard your favor with your life. Make sure that you don't misbehave with it. Make sure that you don't um, abuse it. And many people get favor and abuse it. When we get into positions of fame, money, we become something else. What you don't respect will walk away from you. Vashti behaved herself as if she had to answer to somebody else except the king. She didn't know that the position that she had was not her own. Someone is always looking for your position today. So guard yours. There's always somebody waiting to take your place. And God is an expert in replacing people. God is an expert in replacing people. So never come to the point and say, that's for me, I've arrived. I've arrived. No. Very, very important. Number four. Pride and arrogance. 2 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 1 to 5. The Bible says, And now all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. So you see them, they made a young guy who was 16 years old instead of his father. He built Eliad, restored it to Judah after the king rested with his father's Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem and the mother's name was Jeholiah of Jerusalem and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord according to all that his father Amaziah had done. So he sought God in the days of Zachariah who had understanding into the visions of God and also and as long as he sought God, God made him prosper. But verse 16 says something. Let's go to verse 16. It says that, but when he was strong, his heart was lifted unto his destruction for he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple to burn incense and the altar of incense so Azariah the priest went after him with him were 80 priests of the Lord valiant men and they withstood King Uzziah and he said it is not for you to burn Uzziah to burn incense to the but for the priests and the sons of Aaron who were consecrated to burn incense get out of the sanctuary for you have trespassed for you have no room you have no honor from the Lord God. Then Uzziah became furious and when he, he had a censer in his hand to burn incense, and while he was angry with the priest, leprosy broke on his, out on his forehead before the priest in the house of the Lord beside the, the altar of for, beside the incense altar. So this gentleman was young. He was doing very well until his heart was lifted. One of the ways that we can lose favor is by pride and arrogance. What is pride? A feeling of self-respect and personal wealth. It does not mean that everybody has a personal word. Everybody has self-respect. But when you think that you are higher than what you are, it means you are unreasonable and inordinate in your self-esteem. An arrogant person is an overbearing pride evidenced by superior manner towards inferiors. A heart of haughtiness. Don't be that person. All of us must check ourselves whether we are proud or not. Because pride can make you lose your favor. Don't you know who I am? 
Do you know who you are dealing with? And you don't, you might lose favor. Anger can make you lose favor. Pride and hurting. This gentleman was doing well. The Bible says here that he was great until he decided to cross a line. He was not called to be a priest, but he thought that by the anointing of building as an architect, as a, as a, as a nation builder, he can also do spiritual things. No. And I'm not saying it, that if somebody is doing something, he can't do spiritual things. But this is just example because sometimes we stray into areas we are not called to. We stray into spaces we are not called to. The Bible says that his heart was lifted. May our heart never be lifted. I want to see people become multimillionaires in this church and still be parking cars at the car park. I've seen things where in my little life, the more you rise, the more humble you should be. And all of us must deal with that thing. All of us. Pride and arrogance. You lose favor. I know of a young guy we're praying for years ago. We're praying for this guy to get a very big contract. In around 2002 or so, he had a contract over $500,000 as of now. Big contract. Big contract. Then he went to present the final documents for the, resume, the contract to be, MOU to be signed. So he entered the person's office. And the secretary was on the computer trying to do something for the boss who was there. Apparently, the boss was watching the camera and how the guy, and then he tried to get attention of the secretary. He was like quite busy. Then he, he, he blowed up. Do you know who I am? No, 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 no. Then when he, they took him to the office, the boss said, get out of my office. The behavior you put up there, get out of my office. The guy came back to me and said, ah, he doesn't know what happens. Anytime he's about to enter a breakthrough, the familiar thing happens. Everybody has a familiar thing you have to deal with. Pride. Be careful. Be careful. When you have come to a point where nobody can correct you, nobody can talk to you for you to listen, you are in a dangerous zone. Any time that you come to the point, even when you hear somebody who is a man, a person of authority over you, and you don't get as scared, you're in trouble. And above all God, God's word. What happened? Uzzah, who built a great thing, became a leprous person and lived out of that. May we never come to that point. Hallelujah. The next one is ungratefulness. That is five. Ungratefulness. Psalm 124, verse 1 to 8. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel say now, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then we would have swallowed us alive. When his wrath was kindled against us, then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul. Then the swallowed waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be God who has not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bear from the sin of the fowlers. The snare is broken. We are snake. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Ungratefulness is a blocker of favor. Anytime you become ungrateful, it's a sign of self-sufficiency. Anytime you get to a point where you 
you feel un- you are ungrateful towards God and people is a sign of pride and arrogance also manifesting. One of the major things that can block favor from your life is ungratefulness. Even towards your colleagues, towards your, your friends. Everybody has somebody who made him. Even Jesus Christ. Somebody had to intercede for him to be born. Somebody had to baptize him. So in life, being grateful to God, being grateful for what he has done for you. Oh, Pastor, I'm very grateful to God, but your attitude doesn't show it. Let's worship the Lord. Come to church. What's your sign? The sign of, of, of gratefulness is that you, are, you appreciate where you are. Never come to the point where you don't like where you are. Me, I am very grateful. When I look back, hey, from far, I'm from far, I'm from very far. And if it had not been for God, your, your, your gratefulness to God shows how you serve God. It is a fuel. I know people today, the slightest thing, their car is broken down. Pastor, my car got broken down. So I couldn't come to church. Hey. So when you didn't have the car, water is not flowing in, in my house. So I couldn't come to church because I, I who, haven't done that Congo before. Do you know what Congo is? You wash your legs, you wash your, then wash your face, then you wear something and come to church. Uh, secondary school. When it's uh, Hamatan, you do Congo. And if they say come for money, you jump and go for the money. But come to church. And people have flimsy excuses to serve God. Many of us, our heart of ungratefulness towards God can let you lose favor. If every, I give Melissa a thousand Ghana cities, you say, Pastor, thank you. I appreciate it. Next, I'll give it again. But if I give it to her, I say, Pastor, oh, okay. Next time, when I have it, I'm going to give for someone to give to her. I'm not saying that you should stay thankful, but sometimes in our life, we can become ungrateful by our attitudes. And we must come to the point where we are grateful to God. And the more you are grateful to God for his hand over you, the more he increases you. We will not lose our favor. That is how come David went and sat down and said, look at me. Who am I that you show so much mercy to me? And this morning, I'm telling somebody here that be grateful to God. Be very grateful to God. God has not given you everything you want. God has not given you every prayer you have prayed. And some people are angry. And, and I prayed, uh, I have not had anything. Who told you you answer everything? Who told you? God? Can I tell you? God is not going to answer every prayer. Hey, I'm telling you today. We pray every Friday here, but you won't answer every prayer. You pray. And sometimes if God opens your eyes to see what he has delivered you from, you roll on the ground. Being ungrateful is one of the things you should never do. Anybody who flows in the line of favor is a grateful person. And I pray for everybody that may you be grateful to God. May you show gratitude to people. Even today, show gratitude to people. Today is Mother's Day. When somebody has done something for you, call the person, thank the person. Don't make you feel as if you don't need the person. We need people. I always say it here. I need people. I need people in my life. I need people. 
Amen? Don't be somebody who doesn't even appreciate your cleaner, doesn't appreciate your driver, even your cook. Yeah, they can kill you. Yeah, we put something more in the food. You are gone. So, anybody who is around, appreciate them. Treat people well. Treat people very well because you have no idea because the tables can turn. Be grateful to people. Be grateful to God. The last one which people don't want me to talk about, but I'll just say it in passing, is refusing to tight. Those people don't like Pastor, don't go there at all. If you don't tight, you become tight. I want you to know that one of the ways that God wants to prosper us and to let favor flow in our lives is that we shall become a delightsome land. Is favor. Honor God with your tight. It is not giving money to church. It is a covenant relationship. So anytime you pay your tithe, you are covenanting with God and say, God, you are the one who gave me this and I'm giving you a 10%, 20% or whatever it is. And it will cause favor to flow on your life. I know people who are not Christians who do that. It's a covenant thing. And it speaks for them. I know people don't like pastor talking about it. But Whatever we have, the song they sang, whatever we are, belongs to you. Whatever we have is because of him. All you are telling God is that it's not my strength. So anytime you are paying tithe, you are telling God that this one, you give it to me, I'm giving you a portion. It's a sign of submission to God, not to money to church, please. And that is the only way God can increase and bless you. If you are yes, ask me, I don't pay tithe. I give my money to the poor. Fine. Then let me give, see you give 10% every month to the poor. Number one, you are doing a good thing to a wrong person. Because there's a place of giving to the poor. But tithing is a covenant relationship. And for me, the deliverance of the Lord that I have enjoyed from him, the things that have come to me, the doors and the opportunities that have come to me, I know that one of them has been faithful with tithing. And I tell you, I've said it over here, any time we receive tithes from the church, Open Heavens also pays tithe to the organization. That is why there's an oil on this house. That's why there's a flow. We don't pay to Dr. We pay to the organization to run the organization. That is why there's oil on this house. That is why we do things. That is why we do things in this church with a struggle. We do good management. Like I always say, I don't pastor this church with stress. And unfortunately, I've been, I'm, I'm part of the committee that sanctions people when they don't pay. Why do I have the moral right to be on that committee? Because I am faithful in it. And many a times when you meet people who have defaulted, they tell you their story. Their life is confluence with trouble. So, so when those who don't tight, your life is confluence with trouble. You don't enjoy any favor. I pray for you that we all honor God. That in this month and henceforth, we will not block favor from our lives. Sing. 
unprotected favor, wrong associations, ungratefulness, refusing to tithe will not block favor. Pride and arrogance will not be our portion. One mark of us is that you are somebody who respects and honor God. In Jesus' name, amen.